Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Does trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long-running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends or family seen a comic book-based movie, TV show, or cartoon and not known what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready to geek out with you! Hey guys and gals, Smurfy here with my two favorite associates. Who are they? I think I think he's talking about us. I was going to say, it's just us here. He's talking to you. This formerly is my two favorite associates. Formerly, yes. Exactly, exactly. Not anymore. Yes, Mr. X and Pistol. Danger. And we're here to talk about on my big fat poll list. G.I. Joe, the real American hero, during the poll list's most wanted. These are heroes that don't have capes, they have cool names. Was there ever a luchador Joe? Because he might have had a cape. No, no capes. No capes. Or a wrestler. No capes. No capes. Cool outfits. A lot of camo Very and a lot cool of green. Cool outfits, a lot of green. And a lot of cool vehicles. A bit about how it all began. The first original G.I. Joe was started to be written in 1942. Hmm. And it was under government, G.I. stood for government issue Joe. Right. And it was a guy in the military who, during his, like, either when he was off work or, like, he worked in the motor vehicle department, he'd go to the bakery and draw. And he drew it for a newspaper, like okay. the New York Post. And eventually, the military found out, and they're like, hey, you have skills as an artist. We want you pretty much to make motivational pamphlets, you know, and kind of bring the military to a good light. So right, he would draw right. G.I. Joe. It was so, propaganda yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it was just the one guy, and they even made a toy line of it, like the 12-inch figure that you could get as an astronaut figure. It's on Seinfeld, where he has, like, the frog man. It's this all the same kind of guy. <laughs> Please yeah. never reference Seinfeld yes. on our comic book. Uh, well, it's there. I'm just letting you know. So his, his comics are, I'm sorry, his illustrations were only in the Sunday paper or a magazine called G.I. Joe, mm, like an actual okay. magazine, like mm. big magazine. Yeah. That's why Hasbro relaunched it in 1982, and they're like, we're going to do it a little different. We're going to have six-inch six figures and a comic to go along with it. Yeah. I feel educated. Educate me more. You got it. So Hasbro had this great idea where they're like, we're going to hit the fans with three from three different angles. They're going to do a comic, a cartoon, and a toy line all at once. All at once. All at once. Very and ambitious. The way they did it, too, was if you're watching the cartoon, you saw commercials for toys okay if you bought the toys on the back of every toy was like a file which gave you more information about your joe well you want to read more about it where do you turn the comic gotta book. go to the comic book I you're did. reading the comic book and what's the ads in there for the cartoon the co- and, the, and toy. the toy line yeah there okay. you go right? right and at the time that's that was social media you people can't see yeah. it at home but oh, i yeah. did the finger quotes right like that's how they did it and i honestly i remember keeping a lot of those i wasn't a big gi joe guy but i liked the toys and i liked having the little files yeah right well like as a kid you know like you're watching a cartoon i want no more mm-hmm. go to the comic book store you're like oh, i know gi joe that's a thing i'm familiar with well and it was very popular them. for the 80s for oh, yeah. a toy line to have like even a mini comic book associated. right i remember he-man had mini comics in every character and every toy you bought there was a little mini comic book that kind of told a little story about the character that you bought it seemed like an 80s trend to to put as much information as you can so that there was more imagination right to your plane transformers is the same thing also has transformers right yeah. and that's okay. why you, you'd see on the back of the transformers figures would tell you like their powers and defense mm-hmm. looked very similar to the gi joe line like on the back of those toys so it's almost like they were in the same universe at some point uh the 80s yeah and like I said, this line ran from 1982 to 1994. 
Wow. Yeah. Over a decade of now destruction. That's, again, cartoon, comic, and everything else. The comic is actually still going on today <gasps> and is going through four different publishers. So what's your favorite iteration of G.I. Joe? Was it the comics? Was it the toy line? Or was it the cartoon? Reach out to us at mybigfatpolis.com. Go Joe! Go Marvel! So how long did the first... First iteration of the comic book through Marvel last. 155 issues. 155 issues. From 82 to 94. That's a nice nice run. Okay. And it just had your basic variety of Joes, 12, 13 guys. Most of them all looked the same. So all of them in the comic you're reading through it, all wore military green. A lot of them, the only thing that really kept them apart was uh, a few guys would have an armored chest that was like silver. One had one that was red. Uh, Hawk wore a leather jacket, but like Scarlet and Snake Eyes really stood out because we all know Snake Eyes was the commando with the visor you couldn't see, and Scarlet wore her basic tan leotard with like tights. So, and she was the only redhead, only only girl, and the only girl, only girl. at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep, because con- this is well, this is before what, but Baroness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before all, like pretty much all that. Because so. we always had. It seems like in the eighties specifically, if I'm remembering correctly, it seemed that we always had one female hero character and then there was always that counterpart there was always right. at least one evil right exactly female character Baroness was... would be the would be the balance yeah. right. super evil black hair glasses right but yeah she came out a little bit later so uh, uh, most at first most of the joes were just fighting cobra and or you know evil bad guys if you will like they didn't you know generics uh, and i yeah like, like the generic bad guy and Snake Eyes, at one point, before he really started fighting Storm Shadow, which everyone's familiar with, he was actually going toe-to-toe with an Eskimo. Oh. Yeah, he what was the Eskimo's skulls. name? Do you know? Uh, I do not. I th- Eskimo I, I, Joe. I swear it was pretty close to Eskimo Joe. They just normally called him the Eskimo. Eskimo so, John. Yeah. No, they called him Eskimo Kisses. And then for a while, <laughs> since he was the 80s, Cold War time, they fought the October Guard, which was Russia's counterpart to G.I. Joe. Okay. okay. All right. But they only lasted, I feel like, for the first like 10 issues or so. And then it switched over to Cobra and all his... Terrorist organization, in the United a, States. a terrorist, a terrorist organization that seems to just wanted world domination. That didn't seem to have any kind of like connection to any other country. No, it was just the United States. They loved everybody because yep. if I'm if I'm remembering the comic book and the toy line correctly. They welcomed all walks yeah. of life. If you want to be a bad guy, and as make long money, as you were bad, you're in. You could be a part of which Cobra. is where Destro joined. Mm. Like because Destro wasn't originally in the first few issues. He oh, came okay. in. He came in later on. And he had his whole other group of team. That's almost a whole other podcast. So he had his right. Iron Grenaders, and you start getting crazy. But what was crazy about the comic as opposed to the cartoon was that like guys like Stalker. Stalker was their Army Ranger. He was more in the comic, not as much in the cartoon. Mm. Doc was another one you saw a lot in the comic and not in the cartoon. Well, that's kind of nice, though, for the toys. Like, oh, yeah. You have different ways to find out about these characters. If you like Doc and he's not in the cartoon, well, Doc is in the comic. comic right. So now you have that, and that that's smart. It's right. incentive it's to good try business. to get a part of everything. Yeah. Right, and at first, like the only part that was confusing as a kid, you're reading the comic and you're like, all these guys look, I mean, they look military. You know, they're all wearing their military green uniforms. But nothing stood out. So you're like, a guy would get shot. And in the comic, they used bullets. It wasn't lasers. Like, there was a, a group of guys that did use lasers. Most mm. of them used, like, the real-life guns. They were M16s. They were Browning 50 cals, real-life missiles. So when a guy got shot, you would see the bullet, like, hit him. They wouldn't do blood, but the guy would go down. He'd be hurt for a while. Oh, they okay. bandage him up See, and that's go. what I was going to ask. Didn't. I wanted to know oh, whether yeah. or not the comic book in the early days, did the comic book try to up the violence because it was a comic book, or were we still trying it, to sell to kids? It was more... 
your military, military comes with violence. Right. So they'd be chasing like a cobra. He'd turn around with a pistol, shoot a guy, it hit him in like the, the knee and the elbow, he'd be down. So now another Jew would have to run over, bandage him up while the rest of them are like, we're going to go after the bad guy. No, oh, okay. So yeah, so it was, I mean, fairly violent, and like many a times, you well, know, it's not like Saving Private Ryan violent. No, but, not but that violent. But like for early '80s comic books, yeah. there's an issue where you know Snake Eyes is fighting an Eskimo guy, and uh, a bomb's coming in, <laughs> and he, Snake Eyes, yeah, Snake Eyes jumps, grabs the guy, they fall into a bunker, and it explodes. And you don't, and all of a sudden, and like you don't know what happened. Yeah, you're like, what happened? It says to be continued. Yeah. Pick up the next well, issue. Not even be, to be continued. It's just like, yeah, Snake Eyes get hit with a bomb. Good luck. Oh, no. Yeah, next issue you're reading, they don't talk about Snake Eyes, but at the very end of the book, all of a sudden you see the bunker, and you see little air bubbles coming out of it. Oh. And you're like, <gasps> somebody's Could in there breathing. Alive? Right, but you're you're the whole time, you're like, Snake Eyes is dead. Devastating. My favorite guy, dead. But I mean, I was a big know. Eskimo John fan, but all right. <laughs> but, but, but again, they, they would normally you know live. However, they did, so the story goes, fans were done to Marvel. You have too many Joes because every year they'd pump out more and more Joes, right? And they're all Navy SEALs, jets, you know, fighter pilots, helicopter pilots, you name it. They're like, you have too many characters. We don't like it. You need to kill some off. We're tired of the same old characters. Hmm. So Marvel was like, okay. So in issue 109, they did the unthinkable and they had a Cobra Viper, right? Who, you know, all the Cobra guys had snake names. Right. Well, yeah, of course. Snapped, turned, and there's, an, there's, a, there's a picture of Doc, their medic, who looks up from behind like a, a trench and just goes, I think our time is up. And the guy goes, <laughs> you're right. And he shoots three of the Joes. And wow. They, and, they, and they die. Like, they die right there. 108 episodes, everybody walks away fine. But all of a sudden, just 109, time to start a body count. And after that happens, Quick Kick. Everybody knows Quick Kick. Our residential most stuntman. Favorite, most popular Joe. Who, who, who was a stuntman from California who decided to join the Joe team. He snaps, grabs the guy's gun, and shoots the Cobra guys and kills them. Okay, good. Yeah, and then he when, deserves it. Yeah, Revenge. never come back. And and again, from, no Joe from comics. You know, oh, bad guys are dead. Our good guys are dead. They'll be back. No, these guys are dead. What? Then not in the TV show. They're they're gone. That's it. So these characters weren't a part of the TV series. No, Doc was not a part of the TV series. Because I remember Doc, the TV series, nobody died. Right, and Doc was replaced by the medic Lifeline. Mm. And Lifeline was a guy who wore all red and white, and like in the comic, they're like, he really believes in not using weapons, so he knew jujitsu, and he would just beat the crap <laughs> out of every cover he came across. Right, because fans had a huge outcry, like, how could you kill my favorite character? What's wrong with you? And well, they're see, like, that, you know what you said. Contradiction right there. You, the fans were all like, hey, yep. nobody dies in this book. And then they're like, we kill the guys. And they're like, oh my God, no. Can't this do it. This is why fans are the worst. Yeah. Uh, uh, Except for our fans. Except for our fans. Our fans, our fans are, are the best. best. That's right. Because, because you both owe me Because a they hate the same things we hate and they love the same things we love. Yeah. And if they don't, we agree to disagree. That, yes. Yeah. The other two guys that died besides Doc, I forgot to mention their names, are Crank Case. And heavy metal, yeah. Oh, I actually uh, do know heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metal was a machine gunner. Yeah, yeah. It was. Most of the guys' names were based off of whatever they did to mm-hmm. an extent. Like there was a guy named Zap, where okay. he was like their laser. So tell soldier. me, yeah. what did Crank Case do? They just got caught. <laughs> they literally, they were literally caught, and they were being no, a prisoner. Meant, by like, what was his oh, job? Oh, Crank Case. Yeah, I, I, I would assume mechanic. If he's sorry. named, if he's named after what yeah. he does, uh, my bad. Hang I would on. assume mechanic. He's right here. Uh, I'm gonna see. bet money mechanic. Crank Case. Well, sorry, I have the original Joe's Lister right here. Hi, I'm Toilet Snake. Yeah. Well, for, uh, what do I do? For example, yeah. I have crankcases written down. <laughs> He's just a soldier as far as I know. He didn't do anything fancy. You know what? Here's the thing. It's a rhetorical question right. because, oh. because, all, they, because I'm sure crankcase did something with machinery. Yeah. I think he did prank phone calls. The, yes. <clears throat> hey, hey, Cobra. <laughs> your, your refrigerator well, on? Well, for example, like there was a guy called Steeler. What would you think <laughs> Steeler would do? Steeler. Steeler. You ready? Uh, he was the tank commander. 
The tank commander. That, yeah. That doesn't so, make it okay. sense at all. So, so tank commander is the guy who gives the orders for everyone else in the tank. So he's the guy who's like looking out, being like, "All right, man, we got to turn right, driver, ninety degrees right, and driver kick ninety degrees right." Hey, get the long, you know, tank barrel ready to fire with uh, a smoke round. The guy put a smoke round in it. And he'd be like, "Fire at this degrees and fires." The tank commander literally gives the commands. For everyone else in the tanks, the tank knows where to go and maneuver. Okay. So, Crankcase was G.I. Joe's AWE striker driver, and he debuted in 1985. Yeah, see? Thank you, mental prowess. Mental prowess, my ass. I went to my mind temple or whatever. I got the original Joe lineup, and after that, every year they came out with about 10 other guys. Uh Like, they came out with Wetsuit. Guess what Wetsuit did? Ooh, he was a scuba diver. Boom. Uh, Ooh, I'm getting good at this. Gold star to Mr. X. Who so was the you one, should be Mr. G now. Who was the who was the Joe that had the little sailor hat shipwreck. and the parrot? Shipwreck. shipwreck. Yeah, they was made I up loved to be Shipwreck. Oh, shipwreck was fantastic. On the cartoon, see, but yeah. I never read the comic book. So uh, in the comic, he was a little more salty. He was also a little more of a BA. He was a little more of a badass in the comics. Okay. Yeah, because he, he well, was I a would, I would assume yeah. so, because it, if you look at the cartoon, there is your cartoon versions of these characters. You right. keep them kid-friendly. In a comic book, you're able to expand right. and give these characters depth. For example, Bazooka. Mm. In the G.I. Joe movie, he was a guy yes. who wore the number 14 red jersey, a big old you know mustache, and right. like the fatigue pants, and fought with a bazooka. And he was a Surprising. big, dumb <laughs> idiot in the, in the cartoon. Like, barely formed sentences, big, dumb idiot. But they used him because, like, he's our muscle. And he'd be like, bazooka hit hard. Like, he literally almost talked like that. Oh, Hulk does? Bad. Yeah, like it was bad, right? I know. In the comic, that's not the case. In the comic, they're like, we need stuff blown up, call him Bazooka. Bazooka comes in, blows it up. End of story. Me blow up good. Yeah, but he didn't talk like that. Like, these guys were like, wow, these guys are like B as like Shuckles. Right. Shuckles never talks in the cartoon or the movie. He's one of their like best soldiers like in the comics. Because he's supposed to be like the best of the best the military has to offer. Yeah. But so wait, are you telling me that in the comics or in the cartoons, no one died? Ever. Even in the movie, they would add an offline to make sure that everyone knew Duke was okay? You know why they did that, right? That was because backlash the, from Transformers. That was the backlash of the, yes. Mm-hmm. The, uh, more 80s nostalgia, mm-hmm. simply because they kill off, they kill off all the great Transformers in the Transformers They kill off movie. the father oh. figure. Yes, yes. Optimus Prime is dead. We get it. Get over it. No. It's been decades. Not He's fine now. Too soon. He got better. I, yay. The, but the problem was, is that the, the G.I. Joe movie was being made at the same, same time, time. Yep. and they were going to kill off Duke, Duke. Yep. who is your the main character. He's, he's, yeah. he's your leader underneath Hawk. He's your leader. He's, yep. your, he's your main guy. And I remember that they actually had to do an overdub because originally yeah. he was dead. Yeah. He was he he died. gone, not He died back. saving his brother. That's right. What Voiced a way to go. by uh, Don Johnson in the film. Yeah, right. There, there was an offhanded line. Was a, hey, guys, just heard from the doc, it, which I guess it should have been Lifeline, yeah. but- just heard from the doc. Duke's going to be okay. See, now that's weird in the movie. They call well, we him doc. It's him. short for doctor, not it's actual doc, doc the character. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Mm, see, mm, see I appreciate that finally mm-hmm. in the comic books, you have to make it, you have to yeah. give it a little bit of realism. Well, for this especially, like if you want to talk about guys flying with capes, a giant chicken that knows kung fu, <laughs> okay, I can suspend disbelief that zombies or whatever or magic can bring people back to life. But this is, this is. Murph, how often do they use magic wands or giant G.I. Joe? Only or? never. Oh, okay. Only never. Okay. And they, those aren't the, like, that was the big part where they're like, oh my gosh, Joes are dead. Like, we can't believe they killed them. Not the only Joes to die. Like, a few of them, one of them was driving a vehicle through, like, an oil field landmine, and boom. Dead. Dead. Okay, so, so what uh, you're saying, because I'm going to have to make a confession yeah. here. 
back in the 80s, I was not a regular viewer of the cartoon. I'd okay. watch it every now right. and then. You dabble. I yeah, dabble. Like I was a dabbler of G.I. Joe, and I remember how uh, ridiculously hokey oh, certain hokey. things were. Yeah, like- because there was these these cobra people. So so there's magic. There is magic and mysticism going on in the cartoon yeah. series. But there comic, was none of that in the comic. Comic was more real. Good. Comic and kept it too. Now I want to kind of go back if, and read those old Comic missions. kept it too. Like, if you're a Navy SEAL, they're like, we need a Navy SEAL for this mission. That guy's the first guy to go. And then they're like, you pick your team and you guys are going in. And they're like, well, we need a driver, so let's get, you know, I'm, the drivers. I'm let's get the Agent dock. Porpoise. Yeah. Right. I'm here to you know, join the need, Joes. You know, we always got to take Scarlet and we always got to take uh, Snake Eyes because... You know, they're the two best. They're utility you know, players. Yeah. Well, Snake has commando. He can do anything. Well, so right. He's your in. bad guys, you kind of have opposites for your bad yes. guys because uh, Snake Eyes had uh, Storm Shadow. Storm after, Shadow. After a while. A while right. After a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it was, at first, was they were, they were all people. They didn't get into the, the robots were in the cartoon. If you remember the bats. The bats were the robots, right. so you could shoot them in the head, blow them up, and, you know, for kids, you like, have oh, some a robot sort of died. destruction, yeah. Just like Turtles and the Foot Soldiers. Right. And the comic goes in that way. They're all people. Mm. Like like legit people, and they gave the people backgrounds. Like they were like, "Hey, meet like Billy. Billy is a Cobra Viper trooper. He has a family and like a young girl, and that's why he's fighting for Cobra." And then the Joes come through, and he's like, "Family, we got to go. We're in trouble." And you're like, "Oh my god!" And then you see the guy later on dead, and you're just like, "Holy crap!" Pretty he should dull. have gotten a better job then. Well, well, yeah. There's a. I remember. There's no real job security working for Cobra. Well, yeah. henching is not a full time. Well, this is great. So, in one of the comics, they actually, like, here's a the city they're in. They're in Springfield, okay. right? Missouri. They they, no, they don't mention the city okay. or our state. Only Springfield. Just because um, every state has a Springfield. The Joes, Joes here. Hey, Cobra's in the vicinity. We gotta go shut them down. They come yeah. rolling through with tanks. As they're rolling through with tanks and their military and their convoys, they're looking at all the businesses. The town's empty, and they're like, "This is weird." And you have like serpent dry cleaning. Venom pizza, everything like snake related, and they're like the Joes are like, this Ned is awfully Flanders. fishy. You find out it was an entire city that was run by Cobra, which is where they manufacture their weapons and vehicles. And they knew the Joes were coming, so they had to leave. And there's a part where a guy's got like his daughter and his wife gets him in the car, and they're like, "What about like Scruffy the dog?" And he's like, "Scruffy can't go." And he takes him in the backyard, and you see him put a gun to the head, and then you see bang. Turn the page, and that's it. Like, they you know, killed the dog? Yeah, the dog could like, clearly go. Yeah, or at least they made you believe it. Wow. Shot Can the dog, because we got to go. We're okay. all in trouble. All Joe's right. are coming. I have a Cobra's confession. definitely on my list. Yeah. I have a confession. I'm glad they killed Joe. He killed his dog. Fuck Cobra yeah. Joe. Every issue, I felt mattered. It wasn't like, oh, same old thing. You know, uh, The cartoon's a little different, because like every episode, like, hey, missile's coming at that $80 billion truck. Everyone get out of the truck. Truck blows up. Eh, we're well, yeah, fine. there was no real continuity no. in the cartoon right. It was just like, oh, we're going to keep fighting. We're well, there were lessons to be learned. Yeah. Always lessons to be learned. The more you know. But no, yeah, the, the comic is completely different. Hey, fans, do you have a favorite Joe? Is it maybe Scarlet? Or is it Snake Eyes? How about Lady J? Or is it even Steeler, our favorite tank commander? Reach out to us at mybigfatpolis.com. New homes for Wayward Joes. Now, here's what gets crazy. It went to technically Image Comics in 2001. So, we've got we have no Joe stuff for seven you years. You would have no, no Joe for seven years, right? Very sad time for us all. They had a lot of spinoffs during that time where it was like special missions or they'd reprint stuff, okay. but like nothing continuity-wise going on for the main story. There was line. no main... No main story. Sto- was, no right. main comic book being published. Not there was until, no main Joe, but was there like, the adventures of Snake Eyes and Kung n- Fu Kid? No, like all that stuff was all... Contained in the main one, like they did. Like I said, they did have special missions or tales of GI Joe, but they were retelling the stories. Okay, and most of those, again, 
didn't go anywhere past the 90s. Image takes over in 2001, mm. right? With a brand new number one. It's not so much like a retelling of the stories, but it's characters you know and love, different missions. Did they bring Funny anybody about- back from the dead? And I don't mean like zombie-like. I mean like Doc. They were just like, here's, yeah, so, here's Doc so, again. So Doc will never see the light of day again. Okay, so if they're dead... They're dead. They're dead. Yeah. Well, see, th- that was my question is I owned several copies of right. issue one of that image book because it was everywhere. I, people were giving it to me for free. Have you read this? You got to read this. And I read it, but I, I, for the life of me, I can't tell you anything about it. So I don't know if it was a we've started over. It, this is the Joes in the 21st century it, or. It was more Joes modern time. Okay. Because Larry Hama wrote the whole thing from beginning to the current. He was always like a guy who either he helped write it or he at least helped edit it or he helped research it. So by research, like he was, a consultant, yeah, like a consultant, because like, it was hey, his baby. Like, hey man, the military is using like M4s right now. We should really give the guys all M4s, which is a assault rifle. You know, like you want to make it more modern, very more, modern, more, more realistic. So he's gonna be like, yeah. yeah, like not like cartoon where it's like I've got a laser rifle that never has to reload. He wanted to be like, no, give him a six shooter. It actually has six shots. Got to put it in a holster, mm. etc. Can't just like pull it out of your shirt and shoot somebody. So you were saying Shuckles. image. Oh yeah, sorry. Back, brought back, brought the back. Joe's yeah. back for the 21st century. Mm-hmm. So number one, new stories. Right. Didn't really go with continuity of the Marvel stuff, but it was like different stories. You know what I'm saying? Good, so it's okay. like okay, so different stories. Fresh so, start. Yeah, fresh start. Some new stuff. What's crazy Cobra Commando and Destro up to now? And Serpentor. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so, yeah. Was he the GI Joe one? No, Serpentor was definitely. Cobra. Was he He Man? He was okay. that. He was. He was the guy who flew on the disc. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, snakes yeah. Out of it. But you know, He Man also did the, snake the snake God thing too. Doctor Mindbender made him out of the DNA of all the infamous bad guys throughout the history of the world. Genghis Khan, not magic. Hitler, you name it. Put them all Science, down. science, baby. No wands. Dr. Mindbender. No wands. Yeah, no wands. I know uh, there was a voodoo guy. There was a voodoo guy. I know there was a voodoo guy. So so Image only did the run from 1 to 25. Huh. And then split to Devil's Dual Publishing, which was actually helping them copyright the Image material. Okay. So they okay. broke it. The company split, but then they continued with 26 under DDP and yeah. went for 80 issues. And then that was it. That was a run. Done. Oh, okay. Right. Weird, right? Then IDW picks up in 2010. Ah, now IDW, that's a great that's a great company right there. ID- I, there's a lot of books that I read from IDW. And IDW still printed out now. Mm. And then the cool part is is they were like, we're going to pick it up where Marvel left off at 156, and on Free Comic Book Day they released 155 and a half to be like, hey, here's what's coming. Here's part of the story. We're going to continue on wow, the continuity. Okay. So continuity is technically still really going cool on. cool of them, yeah. 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 And like I said, the whole time, everyone's I'm like, I, I've been reading it. It's still good. Larry Hamm is still on it, helping yeah. edit it, and you know, being an advisor and keeping it going. So he even wrote some of the issues. Well, I know, I know that uh, through the years, and it's probably some of the IDW stuff. There's been a lot of spinoffs. Uh, Cobra has had, yep, several. I think they had their own book for for a ser- for a period of time back when the bad guys were the cool thing in comic right. books. Oh, yeah. You know, bad guy comic books were were a big thing, so of course it makes sense that the Cobra Cobra would have their own book. Tons of spinoffs, tons yeah. of like I said, the special missions. Then there was uh, they even did crossovers. A lot of Transformers vs. GI Joe. Well, GI IDW Joe has, Transformers. A, has a uh, a very interesting shared combined universe with yeah. some of their licensed properties. GI Joe. Transformers mask mask. They just really shot in. Uh, what was it micro? Uh, is it Micronauts or something? Micronauts is all part of the same universe almost now. Rom Space Knights. That's it. Yeah, they're all like kind of combined. All a combined right. universe that they all ex- coexisted. Right. Now. Uh, they even did a mini series. Not to get too off a topic, where it was Joe Joe versus Transformers in World War Two. 
which was very really? yeah, it was very kind of cool concept. So Optimus Prime instead of being like a semi was like a Sherman tank. Because huh. it's what the Allies used. And so the Decepticons would be what the Axis used, and the Joes were real-life World War II commandos. Hmm. And it's like the story of Snake Eyes is crazy. Because like he fights, he gets half, his whole entire squad gets wiped out. He finds out his face is badly cut. He's got to seal that wound, takes gunpowder out of a bullet, puts it on his face, lights a match to it. And then he wraps up his face. One way to do it. And that's why he doesn't yeah. talk, and that's why you don't see his face anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I said, pretty, I was like, I was reading it, I was like, that is dark. I'm like, but that is really cool. Wow. So, yeah. A personal touch before goodbye. Something that I'm going to make you talk about, Smurfy, is because I know about this and we've touched upon it a little bit in past episodes, but I know G.I. Joe is something special to you because of your, your own personal life. Yeah. Ever since I was about eight, I went to go into the military. Mm hmm. Couldn't. I finally found out later on I couldn't. But this is like my love for the military drew me into this because right. I was like, it hits every branch of our United States military. These guys are awesome. These guys are heroes. Mm. First introduction was a cartoon where, like you said, it was hokey. Then you start reading the comic and you're like, oh, this is like what would probably happen if you're kind of in it or what could possibly happen. Like they kept it pretty real. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's what drew me to it, of course, because I was, you know, my love for violence and the fact that I was like, <laughs> oh, military. I'm like, I'm all for that. So, yeah, it was one of the very first comics I remember getting. Uh, in my collection, I own number two. I actually, nice. I actually own, I can't find a number one, nice. but I own from number two up to about 60. I'm only missing about three issues in between. Nice run. Mm-hmm. Nice so, run. I'm hoping to get the whole thing. My goal, one day, have them all. Have all 155, switch over to IDW, and keep you going. Well, once we're rich and famous, this is our job. People will send you stuff. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Send me a number one, fans. Thank you. Personally, I love a good bad guy. Or bad men. Who was your favorite bad guy in G.I. Joe? Was it Destro? Baroness? Storm Shadow? Was it Cobra Commander in his shrill voice? Firm but masculine. Reach out to us at mybigfatpolis.com. So I have so many memories of G.I. Joe. Reading it, playing with the figures, acting out what I would do in those situations. That even now, as an older adult... I still fantasize about what it would be like. And yeah. I still turn to the comic to be like, this could have been me. This is awesome. And I know out there we have real-life soldiers doing close to the same stuff. That's pretty awesome. This is why I always read it, and I'll continue reading it as long as I keep writing it. So this is Smurfy. This is Mr. X. Pistol. Remember, kids, if a guy drives by in a van says free candy, free massages, don't do it. And now you know. Because knowing's half the battle. Yo, Joe. That's our show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast listening app of your choice. What he means is download and subscribe on every app possible. Have comments, questions, suggestions for future shows? Reach out to us at our website at mybigfatpullist.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, keep your web fluid sticky. Your batarangs sharp. Ouch. And your space guns charge. That's not a space gun. That's Megatron. Who's your favorite bad guy in G.I. Joe? Was it Cobra Commander in his shrill voice? Firm but masculine.
That got kind of gay real fast. <laughs> well, yeah, when you interrupted, I knew I had to do it again, so I just... I love masked men. And then, do you guys like hanging out with twins like I do? Twin men, that is. I'm Pistol Danger. <laughs> like, What's what? your favorite part of a man's penis? <laughs> right. like, There's the where did, this, where did this episode go? Oh, my God.